4: Listening to the Spurs fan show, the crazy train has pulled into Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins, and I am joined with the last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, Jamie Brand, and Lee McQueen. What a show we are set to have for you tonight because there is so much to discuss. What a last few days it has been for Spurs. The result against Wolves twice leading and them coming back and winning that game. But we are, of course, discussing last night's FA Cup exit at the hands of Norwich in a penalty at the inquest the fallout begins right here and you can have your say tonight tweet us at Lovesport Radio or call us 0208 7020 558 well we decided to kick it off with Crazy Train and Mr Crazy is back himself oi, oi. Lee good to see you as hey always you, looking dapper as ever
5: well do you know what I mean Got, uh, the bouffant's coming back as well so uh, the <laughs> glad, glad something's coming back yeah, well you know what I mean so uh, good evening lads good evening listeners uh, thanks for having me back in um, on a an absolutely storming uh oh no. It wasn't storming victory, <laughs> was it yesterday? Not great, lads, not great. But look, I'm sure we'll get into it. I think uh at the end of the day, Mr. Positive even I can't defend some of the stuff that's going on, so we'll get into it, I'm sure, won't we, Chase?
4: Yeah, we will get into it. Mr. Positive, not a good sign if he's not so positive anymore. I said to Ricciola, my barometer of how Spurs are doing depends on Mr. Jamie Brand, yes. because if he doesn't mm-hmm. defend the team, then my hope for the team is gone as well, because normally he is always the one saying, look at what we've done, look at what we are achieving this season. Let's keep it on Norwich last night then. Obviously, not what we wanted to happen, not what we wanted, obviously, at the end of the night. But, Ricky, for you, text me at the end. So, so angry. How are you feeling now?
3: I feel I still think exactly the same as how I felt last night. I think until now, I've been quite patient, quite calm in terms of Jose Mourinho, and I've always felt that, you know, you needed to give him a full pre-season to get his own players in, to have the opportunity to work with the squad. But I am going to say, on the back of that game last night, To have to watch us play Mm. at home to Norwich City, bottom of the Premier League, like that, for 120 minutes, where there were the majority of that game periods where we sat back, we sat back, Tottenham Hotspur, sitting back to Norwich City, bottom of the table, as I say again, in the Premier League, I will not be able to stomach that, Mm. you know, for... you know, for much longer. And and listen, I understand without Harry Kane. I understand without Hun Min Son, the two most attacking players in our squad. I totally get that. But at the same time, you have to adapt. You have to. And I said a couple of weeks ago, that you have to find a way of making this period sustainable without your key players. And this is the key. And at the moment, you know, something has to change. Something has to change because Mourinho is losing fans, you know overnight at the moment. There's a lot of people that have already lost him. There's a lot of people that will never give him a chance. And, you know, to some degree, I was one of those that would give him an opportunity. But, I mean, if I'll be honest, if he carries on playing football like that, then... (laughs) I don't think how long I can be around yeah. watching that, I'll be I, honest.
6: Yeah, I, I don't I just don't wanna forget that we are missing Harry Kane and Shumin Son. Yeah. So that you know, that's gonna take time to kind of find a new system. If we have to keep chopping and changing, that's really difficult for him. But the thing for me is the the kind of the way he's handled this situation mm. at the moment and the way that he's kind of coming out in the comments he's making in the press, it's all very negative. Um and, and I just don't and in a time where we kind of need a manager who's gonna be supportive of the players. Um, when results are the way they are um, and the fans as well obviously being negative as well they need that manager Um, and unfortunately Mourinho just is not is can be in complete opposite what we need at the moment
5: it's interesting, actually, just to interact. So I do agree with you. And, and we just said off air, didn't we? Yeah, you know, like, um, sure. you know, the whole defending of Mourinho and the tactics and whatever it might be. But, you know, when when you read, you know, it, let's be honest, Twitter or social media, I mean, it is absolutely toxic. Mm. There's no doubt yeah. about it. I, I'll be honest with you. I've, I've spent two years trying to build my Twitter from being the yeah. apprentice winner to, a, to a, yeah. a Spurs, you know, fan uh, Twitter handle type thing. And I don't want to even look at it anymore. I don't, yeah. I, you know, it's turning me off. Like, it's yeah. meant to be fun. For the first time yesterday, I went to the stadium with all of my crew in the, in the South Stand because we've got three season tickets in the South, got three in a different yeah. area, and so on and so forth. For the, all, for the first time this season in the new stadium, all of us were there at the same And it was awful. Yeah. You no, know, It was lovely to see my boys and whatever, but it yeah. was just like... I, well, what I would say is I think we created a, an area um, in the south w- did. which was singing, and yeah, it was yeah. singing. And the atmosphere for the first half was pretty good one. Go one nil up, and you think, go on then, lads, have a go. And I think that's been the issue the whole time is we don't seem to... Have a go. And and, and again, I, I defend Jose a little bit in terms of tactical play and this, that and other, because these problems were going on before Jose arrived yep. at the club. And we've just got to put perspective in it. And I bring up social media and everything else. And I include myself in this as well. Sometimes we do, all of us as a fan base, act like spoiled yeah, sure. children, right? And yeah. we and we forget the fact that, you know, we, we've done some wonderful things and this, that, and the other, but but we do act like spoiled children. Sometimes it's amazing and sometimes it's absolute death. Mm. But, there's never no there's, there's balance, no it? Really. You have yeah. to have something in between. I don't, I'm not here to be a happy clapper, Chaz. What I am saying is you've got to put some sort of perspective in the transformation that we're having to go through. Yeah. You know, We, we, we let Potichino go rightly or wrongly. Everyone's got their own view on it. We were 14th in the league. We just got knocked out by Colchester. No, it was the same. It's a similar situation. We talked about contract rebels, we talked about players, you know, and then we've just gone and lost the two most potent uh, um, goal threats. Mm. It's, it is difficult times, but we have to stick together in difficult times. That's what I'm saying. We're good. Tonight, we're going to have probably, what, 10-plus calls all absolutely battering Tottenham. And mm. fair enough, because it is a fan show. That's what yeah, it's all yeah, about. Sure. But the reality of the situation is we need to try and stick together in, the, in these times and get through them. I do believe in my gut, like I said on WhatsApp yesterday, I do think we will get through the times. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to take. It might take six months on this crazy train. It might be three years. But, but I do think that we'll get through it. We've just got to be strong, people.
4: Well, Arda Wills off on that crazy train. We're going to go to a call in our Shuban calling uh, from Enfield. Shubin, always good uh, to speak to you. And I know you want to talk actually a little bit about the positive. We were going to come to that a little bit later. But you were really impressed with Skip last night. Well,
7: yeah. I mean, I don't even remember seeing him properly on the on the youth leagues when they had those. I think mean, it was better in those. And one thing I always noticed about him was that he never seemed rushed. He always seemed to know the right decision, mm. which seemed very odd for a player that was so young. And, and he still is quite young now. And yesterday, you know, I, I don't think we were particularly wonderful, but you know, he stood out. I mean, he, he knew when to make a tactical foul, when not to. And I didn't yeah. think he was going to get like two bookables. So good passing, good tackling. And I don't know if he'll be playing on Saturday against Burnley's Bruises, but I don't know why not. I mean, Scott Scottie Parker wasn't that huge, but... Yeah, you know, he he wasn't someone you know you'd um, kick off the point quite easy, would you? So interesting to see what happens.
3: Yeah, I think he was one of the very few positives to come out of the game last night, and you know hopefully he's a player that can now have the opportunity to play under Mourinho uh, long term. Uh, you know, do you, yeah. I think Mourinho has shown that even with Tanganga, he's willing to give youth the opportunity. I think we're all disappointed by maybe how he's handled Troy Parrott so far to some degree, but I think Skip is one of those players that you can come out with a. You know, de- a decent amount he of also, praise.
6: yeah, he also plays as kind of a holding midfielder as well, mm. and that's something that Spurs have really needed. And I was really, really impressed with him yesterday. He was he seemed to kind of get everywhere. His passing was really good Completed as well. ninety one percent of his passes. Oh well, there you go, it was a brilliant stat. So yeah, he was his passing was fantastic. Um and, and for me I would I would start him again on the weekend because I was that impressed with him. Um clearly um he has been getting on the bench, unlike Troy Parrott. Um, so maybe that does suggest that Mourinho sees something in him as that—that's a guy that is driven and that wants to play for Spurs. And for me, his effort certainly showed
4: that last night. Yeah, certainly sh- so showed that. Shuben how are you feeling? Obviously, Lee's talking about social media and the split on the fans in a minute, and obviously there's a lot <laughs> of questions regarding Jose. What, what do you make on the whole situation?
7: Um, it's a tough one. I mean, um, I, I obviously that that Champions League won last year was amazing, but. Obviously, I think of need to change. I mean, like we've got some good players coming through. Obviously, not just Skip Tanganga, but like Gio the I mean, hmm. he was running on fumes towards the end of that game. But without him, I don't think we would have even got even got even got anywhere near the kind of creativity we need. And I'm just hoping we can get keep him fit, get tangy off the burgers, and keep get him fit. And um... From
4: there. Yeah, Shubin, it's a really good point. Really Spend appreciate you calling is... into the <laughs> studio as well, Cheers and Shubin, you can Cheers, you, you can call as well. 0208 7020 558. We go straight to another call. This time from Adam in Derby. And Adam, I believe you want to speak a little bit about what you perceive the the philosophy is under Jose. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm... hi guys. You, you guys all right?
5: Yeah, you are Adam. Yeah, mate. yeah getting on, mate. just about. We We're just just... We're getting there, fella. We're getting there.
2: No, nah, I'm fr- frustrated. I'm frustrated. What I wanted to speak about is. I'm I'm not too sure what Mourinho's philosophy is. I'm mm. very confused.
5: I, I think it's a brilliant point. I have to say, uh, you know, it is very confusing, isn't it? You know, what, what is, is he it, trying it, to do here? There is no identity.
2: What, the moment, what, so. what is he what, what is he trying to do? Because he's come to the club. Okay, fair enough. He's won a lot of trophies and stuff. But Carlo Ancelotti coming to Everton, mm. and we can see what he's trying to do. Yeah. Arteta's gone into Arsenal, and we can clearly see what he's trying to do. And these are managers that have come in after him. So what is he trying to do with the squad? What I want to know is when our players have the ball, what they're supposed to do with the ball, and when they don't have the ball, what are their jobs off the ball? Mm. Because it's very confusing at the moment. Mm.
6: I think the, the other frustrating thing is, is at this, especially at this time, we need someone that is going to be in there, that's going to kind of bring a philosophy, because there are a lot of talented players in this squad. For me, there were some good individual performances today. Um and it just needs kind of a manager that's going to be able to bring a definitive style that's going to be able to bring confidence back Put to the an team random Jay as well. and, yeah, and exactly. And, so and unfortunately Jose Mourinho has not quite done that at the moment and that is a frustrating thing for me and maybe that's why we are lacking it at the moment
5: yeah, well, what's interesting I mean I, I, agree, I agree with Adam to a certain degree I think when when he first, when Jose first came in it was absolutely clear as day what he was trying to do he was trying to get the left back to tuck in as a, as a third centre yeah. back yeah. and let the right back go forward mm. he's openly said that's what he's meant to do in the first game Ben Davies gets Injured, and then he decides. Okay, still got to try and go with that. But then Yamba if I'm saying Yamba Tonga's legs yeah. gone. By the way, side point: thought he was outstanding yes. in the first yeah, half. Yeah. He absolutely, was, he was. absolutely fantastic. And in the second half as well, we made the energy go up a notch. And that was Yen. So you know, all his, his legs are gone, and this that, and another. The but then he was playing him there, and then Tanganga comes in, and he plays him there, and and then and then Kang gets injured. So then he ain't got his target man or his mm-hmm. striker. And then Song gets injured. So I think. It do, I don't want to keep going back to injuries, but he, Jose does have a point, and Jamie made it right at the beginning of the show, his his philosophy, if you can call it that, Adam, is probably completely yeah, around interrupted guys, around, yeah. around around yeah. them them injuries. So, again, and everybody's saying, oh, we'll give him a, uh, until the summer and so on and so forth, but I think the frustration is coming before because because of his negativity and the words yeah, that he's saying. I mean, yeah. you can't be coming out and saying that sort of even yeah. if you feel it. But but then is yeah. he is he just is he just being honest? Well, that's the thing. We we as supporters know that there are issues. We we is. understand yeah, that because for sure. of all the injuries that we've had.
6: I mean, there's no not many teams are going to have Heung-Min Son and Harry Kane out for as long as we have. So we understand that. But we don't want to know as supporters who are, um, you know, the away supporters are going to go to mm. Burnley on the on the weekend and then uh, Leipzig in midweek, and they don't want to know that we're we're going to have to choose which game we want to prioritise because we don't have the squad. We don't want to hear that. Yeah,
4: strange comments that Jose yeah. made. But,
2: but yesterday, yesterday when we had the ball in the game, yeah, the ball was at the back. It was being knocked between Dyer and Sanchez, and then we had Aurier uh, also at the back. But what, what the problem was, they don't. We're not transitioning the ball from from the back to the mm. front. It does. I know we haven't got Kane and Son. But even if Kane and Son were playing yesterday, how were they supposed to get the ball? The ball has to go from the defence through the midfield and then it arrives at Kane and Son.
3: No, I agree. I think that's the main point, Adam, that we have to find a way of adapting. You know, I think you sometimes have to play to some of the players' strengths and not to the way Jose wants to play. And this is so very key for me. I think, you know, sometimes for the benefit of the players, you have to adjust the way you want to play. That suits them. And at the moment, nobody seems very comfortable in their positions. And again, we keep bringing up the point about Noah Minson and Harry Kane. I still think there's enough quality on that pitch last night to find a way against bottom-of-the-table Norwich. Do we all agree I on do that? Get you, you agree? I do get
6: you that mm, I agree, he needs yeah. to adapt, but over time, you know, Mourinho wants to bring, we all want Mourinho to bring a certain style that's going to um, start winning us games. And I do understand why he will stick with that because he wants to get certain players used to playing in that way. Now, at the moment, it just doesn't seem very clear. And for me, that is does count, mostly come down to the fact that we are missing so many key players.
4: Yeah, missing so many key players. We really appreciate all of I you. Mean, new- we're freestyling. Yeah. At the moment we're freestyling we've not we've not got
2: an actual st- style of play not not one Spurs fan, not one Spurs fan could come in here today and tell you what our style of play yeah, is because true. what we're doing is we're freestyling we're, we're, we're Tottenham football club we shouldn't be freestyling at the moment yeah. we should have a clear identity yeah. and a clear way to
4: play yeah I think we're... that's the problem Adam Absolutely. no one really knows the identity but we appreciate point. you calling into Thank the show Adam. tonight Thanks, as Adam. so many of you are at the minute if you're trying to get through please do keep trying 0208 508 genuinely it's quite a backlog of calls but when we come back we will be talking about Spurs identity love sports you're listening to the Spurs fan show on love sport radio with me Charlie Hawkins joined in the studio with last word on Spurs Ricky Sachs, Jamie Brand and Lee McQueen and joined by you tonight. So many of you getting in touch, having your say on what you're seeing from Tottenham at the minute. A bad week for them. Where is the light at the end of the tunnel? We're going to obviously be talking about the philosophy. I know Lee's got some great points on that and and of course we won't be uh, forgetting about the Eric Dyer situation from last night. We will be covering that as well but we go straight to another caller and you can call as well 0208 7020 558 this time from Tyler, because Tyler, you want to talk a little bit about that philosophy and the lack of passion mm, that you're seeing from the players.
0: Yeah, and uh, I just I don't think everything's down to Mourinho. I think no. the tactics yeah. are a problem. It is all too negative. But I think this prob- it, the problem didn't start when Mourinho came in. They've mm, been yeah. there from the beginning of the season, yeah. when we had a fully fit squad, when we, when we had Kane, when we had Son... Uh, when we didn't have these players so tired because they have to play midweek games all the time and there's like a, a, a lack of squad. But I, d- I, don't, I think part of the passion isn't just running around the pitch giving your rule physically, but also mentally, which I don't see. I don't see anyone wanting to find an attacker pass, someone wanting to make a run off the ball, a massive someone point. wanting yeah. to do something to, to win a game. And, Think uh, how much it means certainly with the FA Cup game last night. How much it means to the fans and to the club just to win that trophy. But-
6: the, the only thing I would say is it does that does need the manager to be able. Kind of that stems from the manager and the way that he has been speaking about them. The negativity that he's kind of been breathing. It feeds off the players. And it does, and it I do, and that's what frustrates me because I, I really want Jose Mourinho to succeed at Spurs, and I still think that he has a chance of doing so. But that, that ultimately, that motivation comes from, comes from the manager. Under Pochettino, towards the end of his reign, I think we knew that he kind of hit himself, he lost motivation. So he wasn't able to motivate the players. So it needed a manager to come in that was able to come and do that. And unfortunately, at the moment, Mourinho the way he's kind of been acting and behaving, it doesn't
5: really feel like mm. he's been doing that at the moment. I think, Tyler, I think you make a fantastic point. And it comes on to some of the things that I've been looking into uh, in terms of transformation and change. And I do a lot of this in, 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 uh, in, a, you know, in a different world in terms of business and, and not in sport. But I think it's got the same principles. And, and ultimately, Toby wouldn't have signed under potch no one, I mean yeah. absolutely clear yeah, of course yeah so so there yeah. was there was a divide there or we wasn't on the same page and I think that's the point everybody needs to be on the same page everybody needs to be pulling in the same direction yeah. in any type of team environment and the points that Tyler made and Jamie you've just made as well is that I don't think now we have a clear vision and and Adam the previous caller the philosophy the clear vision the mental strength Tyler that you're talking about yeah. you know that want to go on and do something because we don't know where we're going we're on this train Sorry, and said, it's so yeah. crazy we don't know where we're going we need somebody to come in and actually say, right, think about this, all, all listeners as well, think about this if I'm going mad, right? for five years we had a philosophy had a for plan. five we years we had a plan yeah. for yeah. five years we knew where we were going we were building a training ground we were building the stadium we were getting into Champions League It was. we all knew what was happening yeah. we did as fans the board knew the players knew everybody knew and they were brought into it that came to a natural end after Champions League final and classic Spurs you can call it Spurs we didn't win anything in that period that was the only thing that was missing during that period but we still have to refresh that period Man City are going to have to refresh probably next year or whatever Liverpool have to refresh again yeah. in Two, three years now—it just happens all the time. Yeah. Fergie was a master at refreshing. Now we're in our refresh period. We didn't have any trophies to um, to celebrate, which is a you know an absolute nightmare for us. But nonetheless, we still got to do it. Where are we going? Where's the plan? Where's the philosophy now? Where's the next three, four years? There's no. And and for me, it felt like when they sacked Porticino, it felt like. Right, okay, i tell you what we'll do. We'll get Joe Shanks. he's a serial winner. And we all thought that, and it was a, ni- a little bit of a knee-jerk. What we could have done, not could have, should have, would have, I'm not going to go down a route, actually. All I'm going to say is, I agree with Tyler, is if there's players on the pitch that don't know where we're going, don't know what the philosophy is, don't know what, where we need to be, how can they give it their all? Yep. Do, you, do you understand mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know whether that makes sense. But no, that's 100%. The, that has to be our starting point and our building block for getting out of the rut that we're in.
3: Especially when you look at, I think, it's 16 years since we lost four in a row. And I also want to bring on another point quickly that you know we've been involved in twelve penalty shootouts since 1966, and we've lost ten of them, mm. and that tells you something about the mentality of Tottenham.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tyler, we really appreciate you giving us Thanks, a call Tyler, into the team. Really good questions right, as well into you. the team. Jamie Lee was mentioned in social media, and I kind of want to speak yeah. about this. What is the general consensus around Spurs fans? Because Twitter is not always really. The, the right measuring tool. It's not yeah, always the right not. barometer. If you go on the, the Twitter after any football team, after any game, knee jerk reactions. But amongst fans, Lee, you standing mm. there, we was all together. What is the feeling about about Josie? About the direction, the identity on the whole? I, well, I think I think sorry, Joe. I think
5: first it's an enjoyment thing. I think you have to want to enjoy going. It's, yeah. it's really tough. I'm not going to lie. Can't enjoy at the moment. It's, right, my, my journey to my home games are two hours. Like minimum, yeah. It took, I didn't get home last night until 1 in the morning. Now, I'm not trying to be a martyr here because no. there's loads of fans that go home and away, and our very own Chris Cowley and everything like that. But that is, that is on a school night, right? At 1 in the morning, now we've had to go and sit, see, seeing that dross. I mean, there's the children, kids in the stadium that have got to go to school the next day and they've got to sit and watch that dross. I think that's the point that our very own Jason was making before. Yeah. It's kind of we just want to. Begin to try and enjoy our football again, and it's yeah. very difficult to do I that. Think James. As,
6: as much as um, you know, we want to get behind the team, even in these difficult moments. There just there aren't any clubs in the world, club supporters in the world, that they 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 change their mood, changes upon how the team is playing. And unfortunately, mm. at the moment, it's just so difficult. You can kind of you feel it everywhere. You feel it in the stadium. It's just not no one's as excited to go to Spurs at the moment. I remember in the Champions League last year when we had those two nights, the IX game, the Man City game the atmosphere was amazing there was a uh, uh, real we all
3: felt together buzz. didn't we we, yeah, we exactly. all felt so together and I think at the moment we just it's we feel fragmented we need to be re-healed yeah. and it's just such a far cry you think nine months ago I was in the Champions League final and since that moment we've been knocked out of the Carabao Cup to second division league to Colchester United we've gone out of the uh, FA Cup to bottom of the table Norwich yeah. in the Premier League you know you can't believe
5: the regression of this
3: class. in the you, space of nine if months if you
6: take the results and it comes down to Lee's point it's the direction that's There's what I mean there, there, yeah. and I totally People I think that is philosophy the, yeah. and plans
5: mm. and this that and that but the reality is it is that you need something you cannot motivate anybody right you can be self-motivated or whatever you cannot motivate anybody if you don't know where you're going mm. you have to know where you're going you need to put a stake in the ground to work back start with the end in mind that is what you need to do what does the next three years look for if you were going on a diet if anyone wants to go on a diet and go training you don't just rock up at the gym don't and really? randomly do he does need to to be fair you don't, you don't want to randomly just do setups ups and hope for a six pack you have a plan don't you have a diet plan you go three times a week you do specific things that are going to make you maybe that's what makes the pre-season that Mourinho needs and so on and so forth but by now you would have thought that so, you know the the positivity that is drained out from him I think he had Maybe two weeks worth of being positive, and then and now it's just negative. And yeah. you, I, I agree with Jamie at the beginning of the show. You can't, you can't, you can't be saying that stuff, regardless mm. if you think it. Mourinho can't be coming out and saying well, it's like firing a gun with no bullets.
8: So how does that? How does that? S-
4: Oh, man. So I, frustrating. For, yeah, it, I can I can feel Restrating, the frustration in the voice of, of Lee, and philosophy seems to be a running theme of tonight's show. We go straight to another caller, this time again from the United States, showing your sport, uh, support. This is Lincoln calling from Wyoming, and you want to talk about, you feel, uh, Lincoln, that Mourinho's philosophy doesn't match up with the players. Mm.
0: Yes. Um, lads, how are you tonight? Yeah, good, good, Lincoln. Thank you. Good,
9: good, good thank you. mate.
0: Good. Um. Yeah, because I've, I've sitting there, I've been watching Spurs for 10 plus years now, and I've been watching, currently my favourite player is Harry Winks. I love the way that he passes the ball. I love when he finally decides to pass it forward, that he can pick out a good pass. But under Mourinho, he wants him to sit back yeah. just on the edge of the 18-yard box and not pass it any direction except for maybe to the centre-backs.
6: I, I think the issue is, I, I do get that point, is that the manager, I think the manager needs to have his own philosophy, and and the problem is, is when when he hasn't when as you say when he hasn't got those players, I think that that's where it becomes really difficult, and you have to question whether Mourinho is the right guy because if he, he's got this whole squad, he's got a whole squad. and If you say that we um, maybe hit the players don't accept the way he plays his philosophy, then I think Mourinho's in trouble because he's not going to adapt the way that he, his philosophy, and <laughs> unfortunately, that's where I think there is trouble at Spurs.
0: Trouble expers... at Spurs
4: we... Sorry going Lincoln.
0: Is it not the case that we maybe have players that could do that role that Mourinho seems to want Harry Winks to do, do it a little bit better? Like Oliver Skip was great last night. Skip mm. played wonderful yeah. and he's a young man and he could do just exactly what it seems like Mourinho wants Harry Winks to do.
4: Um, and what, what do you make, Lincoln, just obviously because we're talking in the United States. What, how do you see it back at uh, home? Like, what is the p- perception for you, obviously, across the pond with Spurs at the minute? How, how is the ripples being felt?
0: Uh, that's a great question. Well, obviously, it's a little bit different here. I don't go watch them every week in the stadium, but I do watch every single game that they play on television. And you can see it on the pitch and mm. on the the Here's the atmosphere of the crowd at games, and then when I talk to my friends that are Spurs fans, they, they don't see any motivation from fans mm-hmm. at the stadium or players on the pitch mm-hmm. to want to play football at this point. It's go out there, kind of stand there for 90 minutes, and then walk away loser.
4: Yeah, it's a, diffi- it's a difficult time at the minute, Lincoln. We really appreciate you calling, Top especially Lincoln, from Lincoln. the states, calling from Wyoming, and uh, and as, as well, you can call tonight. Oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight. I think it's time we took a few of your listener questions and spoke about that Eric Dyer situation. Love sports. You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me Charlie Hawkins. Joined in the studio with the last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, Jamie Brown and Lee McQueen. There is still an hour of the show to go. It is not the last word just yet and there is still so much more for us to say tonight and you can always get involved as you are proving that. Tweet us at Love Sport Radio. Call us 0208 70 Well the lads feel like they've got a bit of a night off but it's good to hear your views. We go straight to another call this time from Stelios. Stelios really good to to get you on becoming a, a firm favourite in the last few weeks. What are you making about it at the minute? Because I know you want to talk about the direction of the club as well.
5: Hello guys, you alright? You alright, Stella? Stel. Thank you.
4: Good to, good to hear your voice again, Lee. <laughs> yeah,
5: cheers, but <laughs> I know, mate, I know. Been jet sitting here, there, and ah. everywhere, and i have come back to that <laughs> Josh yesterday. All right,
4: Stelios checks in the post. <laughs> <laughs>
10: I wish I was jet sitting, not, not, not turning up at the lane at the moment. Oh, yeah. I know,
5: mate, I know. It's hard work, isn't it? Um,
10: yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. What I was going to say is, um, I'm I'm actually quite happy with what is now happening. And I, I, before you think, what the hell is this one on about now? I'm, I'm unhappy with the way we're playing and some of the team selection and the atmosphere in the stadium and that thing with Dyer for me is just the fans and the players now. It's boiling over. I think that was all triggered by another reaction of what's happening in terms of the the team and performances and results but i don't, I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago i said two things one was it's going to turn toxic very very quickly not towards the end of the season or the summer it will happen very quickly well last night for me was that moment where it just went toxic and it exploded on social media what fans are now coming out with and um I also said that this summer for me would be a watershed moment mm. for Daniel Levy. Um, I remember saying this. And the reason I'm happy is because, um, Lee, you, you, you mentioned that point about what's the direction of the club, you know, what what is the plan, what is the strategy. Well, that always has to come from the top. For sure. Um, when, when the new owners of Liverpool came in in 2010, I don't know if you know much about it, but Liverpool went £350 million worth of debt. And they were recording losses of 55 million. They came in and they said, right, first thing, make the club financially stable. It took them four years. Then In 2014, they said, right, we need to build a world-class first team. Our number one goal now is build a world-class first team that will win trophies, bring the club back to its glory days, and all the other benefits, sponsorship, bigger stadium, naming rights, uh, global brand, it will come off the back of success in the first team. I do not see that with our owners. What I do see with our owners is our goal is let's make a profitable, successful business and trickle down some money and dibble and dabble with different managers until maybe one day it all comes together. There is no direction on the field of play because it's a reflection of the boardroom. I think they really panicked with Potch and didn't back him. Mm. And now we're seeing the back end of it. And what I'm happy about is where Pochettino was scared to you know, come out and say, guys, I don't have control of this situation. I'm not getting the money. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, um, I'm not a manager. I'm a coach. He was coming out with all these kind of cryptic clues mm. of what was going on. Mourinho is calling out the board.
5: Yeah, he is, to be fair. He, he's,
10: he's come in and he said, listen, the problem is investment in the first team. End of. Levy, what do you want? Burnley or Blitzig, because you're not getting both. He's given the board an ultimatum. Poch never had the balls to do that. I think Mourinho, for all his failings on the field, is trying to call out the board in front of the fans. And you know what? For me, well done, Jose, because you're the first manager that's actually taking Levy on. And that's going to be the watershed moment. Those, those two will go head-to-head at some point, and then something's got to give. That's, that's my view. And when that happens, then we will see what the future goal and direction is for us. what, what I mean, what do you lot think?
5: I think I think you make some good points, Us to be fair. I mean, I, I have tried to be Mr. Positive and back back everything about the board. You know, they've delivered a world class stadium, world class training facilities, you know, all that sort of stuff. Even when they haven't been spending loads of money and the net spend comes into it, I've been sitting there saying, hang, hang on. You know, we've we've uh, we spent a load of money on Tunga and Dembele. We spent uh, as a record transfer, lots of money on Lassalle. this sort of stuff, the rebuild started. I think that there is a balance between, you know, it, it, there's a blame. We're living in the, in a society, maybe in the world at the moment, it's a blame culture, and we're having to you know, to justify everything, not you personally, yeah. but as fans, we need to blame someone. Oh, it's Jose's fault. Oh, it's Poch's fault. Oh, it's the board's fault. But I think it's a collective everything that's fault. Exactly and that's the point I was making before yeah. and what Jamie said is that oh, it is man. a goal of the uh, of the football club. Before, Daniel Levy did have a goal five years ago, six years ago, when they, whenever they started playing 10 years ago for the stadium, that was his goal. Um, you know, his it, 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 philosophy, when they bought Pochettino and they had a five-year plan, ain't got a plan now. So I agree it comes but remember, from the top Do you remember quite sure. po- Drew Pochettino, though, he, he said all
10: this.
9: No, no, he, exactly. He, Again, he, it's a vindication, he said, but
10: he said, he they said haven't in, he learned. Said, he said in the summer, we, we now need a new project. So what, what is the new goal?
5: His actual Remember words were, word? yeah, his actual words were, we've got a lovely new house, now we need to put the furniture in it. Yeah. And basically that is what he's talking about so it's a, it's a great point Stelos. thank you buddy yeah we
4: really appreciate you calling Stelios we're going to try to get to all of the other calls people waiting but Stelios to hear from you is always a pleasure a favourite in the last few weeks we've actually before we go to the next few calls let's get uh, your three opinions we've actually had a tweet and Lee it feels like this one is is sort of uh, I could direct this one at you this is from Martin Dolan saying uh, uh, gents Jose divides opinion not unites he no longer has a football philosophy tactics or game plan he is draining the players He is draining the fans we need to get him out now we need to do the rebuild without him he's disrupting
5: everything or yeah, you it's interesting it you're right martin good evening I, I i think we follow each other on twitter <laughs> hello what? um no i think i think the uh no i think the um i think there's a there's a point there but i think stelos made it make makes a better point which is actually jose is calling out the board so mm. maybe it is going to come to log ahead i think i've never thought of it like that again mm. dividing opinion i mean if, if we've got a guy that's uh, um, in charge, that is kind of a yes sir, no sir, free bags full sir. Things won't change for the board because I think what's coming to roost now is is how wonderful a job Pochettino did with the players and staff that he had.
9: Yeah, Rick, do you know yeah. What I,
3: think? I, I think with Pochettino, very quickly the only way I can psychologically get through this, and many people at the end will probably remind me, you know, that towards the end of his reign, you know, I, I was very clear that you know I thought I he took as far as he can. The only way I can mentally deal with what we're going through now with Mourinho is to remind myself that with Pochettino, if I could have back the man that was the first two or three years, I would take that man back. But at the end, that wasn't the same man. You know, he was broken. The players never believed in him. As Lee said, you know, Toby real rightly or wrong, if you want him to be here, he wouldn't have signed that new contract. So for Poch, he was a broken man. He wasn't coming out for training. So I understand why he had to go. I am worried about the future to some degree. I want to see in the next coming months that we are going to have something to look forward to for next season. But Mourinho has to change his attitude. He has to adapt. There's a lot of work to be done now to really save
4: what looks like a wreckage of a season at the moment. Is there a case that this was always going to be the way this season because of the rebuild? Not obviously crashing out of the FA Cup and losing in the Champions League first leg, which Spurs hopefully will still go through, but you know, it was always going to take time, Jose getting in. Mm. Really, the plan was, obviously they wanted to make top four and hopefully get to a final winner, trophy. but it was year two, a full year under Jose, a full pre-season as you mentioned, Lee, and a full summer of transfer activity. Well, we remember Potcher's first season, he had lots of difficult in his
6: first year, with players that were causing troubles, and he was given a year to go and um, kind of getting the right players at once, get yeah, rid of yeah, the agreed. players. Um, and Mourinho, what he's had two, or two or three months, he hasn't had a chance to do that. He's yeah. just had to work with the players that he's got. Um, so and that and that's where maybe
5: we do need to be patient and, and give him the time. Jamie, you said it all time with Tottenham two point the, yeah. the painful rebuild. Everyone's talked about yeah. the same work, but now this people are forgetting pa- it. No, it was torturous. <laughs> no, but this is the painful bit. This is the bit. Mm. This is the pain. If it, it, look, not being funny. If it, if this is as bad as the pain gets, then we, we can start on a, yeah, up again. The We've got is- to put a stake in the ground and say. This is where we are going. Mm. And we've we've done that with a manager. Does he know where he's, he's off- going, Lee? I don't know. I don't
4: well, know. Well, that's maybe a bigger question that we can get to. We're going to quickly go to another caller, this time from Jordan in Basingstoke, who wants to talk about uh, the negative tactics under Mourinho. Hi, chaps. How you doing? Hey, Jordan. Hey, how are you, Jordan? Good. Yeah, good, thank you. It's good to hear you back, Lee. Um, Cheers, love. buddy. How's so, Lee,
11: loving. Him? Getting a love. I'm getting some love tonight. <laughs> talk to it's me. All that apprenticeship love. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what it is, chaps, is... um. We've had two opportunities to play Chelsea to leapfrog them in the table. Mm. Um, and Jose, both times, has bottled it and gone for negative tactics. And what pains me is, is when I saw the, the, the team sheet for the last game against Chelsea, I thought, oh, brilliant, he's gone for three at the back, mm. two attacking fullbacks, and I'm really going to go for it. When you see a flat-back five and a flat four entrenched in their own half, not going forward and letting people attack them, I just find it embarrassing. I find it embarrassing that we do those kind of tactics at home against Leipzig. We played two banks of four entrenched in our own half. Mm. We're supposed to be this attacking, fluid team. And Jamie made a good point about the whole um, Pochettino in his first season. At least Poch had an identity of how he wanted to play and that identity fit where Tottenham wanted to go. I just don't think Mourinho fits the mould of where Tottenham want to go and how they want to play. And I find his comments embarrassing. I'm going to make the, the board decide how, what games prioritise? You don't want to hear a first team coach or a manager say that about your team. He is supposed to lead those players into battle, he's supposed to lead from the front, and I just don't think he's doing it.
6: I think the one, one thing I'll look at the Wolves and how they've played 40, they've played 38 games or so this season. They've played more than most teams. They've had a, uh, they've used pretty much a squad of around 15 different players. And they're not—they're not tired. They're not fatigued because they don't have a manager who's constantly telling them they're tired. Who's not—he's yeah. not telling them that. Mm. He's breeding yeah. positivity. And we saw how they played on the weekend. They played just—they were so, you know free attacking play, attacking football. And that was only you know they played on the Thursday night just, before. Is exa- that exactly? And they look so you know they look so positive. And I—I I'd, I'd hate to criticize the manager, but I think that's one area where it does—it does annoy but, me. The negative
5: tactics are a nightmare. Mm. They
3: are. They I also are, think hard coming bro. out when you say only a couple weeks ago and he said, you know, our seasons, you know, let's let's write it off now until the end. I mean, what do the players think when they hear that? Yeah. You, know, yeah, you, what, can't you can't say that. You can't can say that. you can't, no, say, no. That. You can't say that. It's, it's well, not just his tactics, is, is it? it? Like as
5: Jordan said in the field, it's his. his, 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 his the, the management words is that's come the words. Yeah. I, I, you know, we, we motivate each other. We motivate people. big Teams, whatever. I never go in and start being negative to the teams. does How do you put the team to? Of course it does. Of course it does. I'm not being a happy club and being unrealistic it's about it's about being who wants to be around you know uh, uh, people. The, well it's not necessarily that but who wants to be around your leader when he's basically turning around and going well I'm looking around here and I've got no bullets in my gun like, do you know what I mean it's it's, it's, it's crazy it's a crazy
4: train baby crazy train and we're still going on the wheels aren't off just yet Jordan we really appreciate your call Thanks, Jordan. I promised yeah, it yeah. I am going to deliver we are taking your listener questions next and talking about Eric Dyer love sports you're listening to the spurs fan show on love sport radio with me charlie hawkins joined in the studio with ricky sax lee mcqueen and jamie brand what a show we are having for you today i hope you've buckled in because it is stressful and also you can take the stress out of managing your van insurance with churchill our comprehensive offers uh give you the peace of mind that you need 24 hour accident recovery 500 pound cover for loss or damaged audio equipment plus guaranteed repair for five years. Visit the van page at churchill.com. Churchill is underwritten by UK Insurance Limited and Churchill Van is arranged and administered by Brightside Insurance Services Limited. Well, there you go. I thought when he said about an accident of insurance of like our season there.
3: It's a little yeah, bit. Right, can we market. get our money back? Segue.
4: Right. Right. The Segway, <laughs> There we go. We need Churchill. Everybody's because getting Churchill. Spurs can. got insurance. <laughs> Let's oh quickly talk Lord. about not just the game, obviously, Spurs disappointing, yeah. frustrating exit uh, in the FA Cup last night in the fifth round. Obviously, a certain situation after the game with Eric Dyer confronting a fan. There was conflicting reports at the end of the game for it was this reason, <gasps> it was crazy. that reason. Yeah. How quick social media can spread rumours for you guys what actually happened and where do you stand on it because there's mixed reaction to how uh, eric dyer reacted to this
3: i think we've got some clarification now as, as far as we understand that it's more of an issue that his brother was being abused and obviously he felt that the need to defend his brother and listen i'm a, I'm a family guy family's my world so anyone that you know would would want to hurt your family you would do anything in your in yeah. your power in your life to, to stop that from happening so whilst i can totally understand dyer you know, going into the stand to try and help his brother. I don't know if I can condone it, but I can understand it. And it is a really, really tricky one. It is a tricky decision. Um, And I hope he doesn't get banned or, you know, he's fined by the club because his intentions were the right reason you do anything for your family. So, I I think it it
6: came down to um, that Eric Dyer was obviously being abused and his brothers obviously stood up for him. Yep. And the problem as is you that would, fans, as you, would, as you, you know, with the, these players are under so much, you know, pressure. In the pressure in terms of from the fans, you know. Last night, how many times are we getting on players' backs? And it, and it, that does frustrate me. You know, people will say all this stuff about mental health, and but uh, unfortunately, yep. You know, they just they don't carry it through, and they'll mm. do stuff like that in the stadium where they're abusing a player. Um, it's difficult. In he played his, very in, well as in well. That, in, that, in, that, in the <sighs> position that did. he's he did. in. He did play very well, Dyer. Yeah. In terms of the position that he's in as a professional, we can't do that. But, you know if we'd seen our brother in an altercation yeah. any I think that's human half the problem be... saying we
4: can't do that we, so now people think they can get away with it because then he can't say anything back well, I almost feel like maybe I'm not allowed to say I feel like good on Dyer well look, I mean, I, look
5: anyone anyone listening to this show right now thinks they're perfect and they need a reality check you exactly. right? every single person listening to this show now has made a mistake at some shape or form and, and it's up to us to put it on the barometer of how serious it is could have been a lot worse could have been an Eric Cantona moment yeah. um, he didn't do anything he didn't lash out he just no. went up there to make sure that Protection. I was still in the start. I was watching it from the south stand. So I was quite far away. Didn't get to see. It. it just looked like a bit of a melee. And I was thinking, is that a player over there? And then it transpired to be Eric Dyer. Yeah. But look, the, the, the reality of the situation is frustrations happen, passions boil over. You know, like you say, he did play pretty well. We've just gone out on a penalty shootout. He must have been gutted. And then he is whatever the abuse is yeah. going on. He protects his brother. It's. Look, it's easy. People, it's easy done. Isn't people
6: it people never understand from a different perspective, and then no one will ever understand from Dyer's. Di, they won't look at Dyer's perspective from it. His brother's um, in an altercation with a fan. Of course, you're gonna jump in. Yeah, take I think the people, element out of it and just so think about many, that but, on its own. You do anything? You know, anything people sent you... at home and on whatever. You know, they do this. They do the same. They want to do the same. They'd go and do the same. And and because it's not, then, then they're just gonna criticise him. And that's what I don't like. So I, I, for me. I don't know I thought
4: it was fine yeah I have to say I agree with Jamie uh, let's get to your listener questions because again we have to send thanks for everyone oh, God, that is sending so questions much, yeah. because you really play a part in the show 105 questions as Lee uh, said earlier Well, obviously Maybe. we'll try Please. to get through as many as possible but a lot of some of the questions are similar but we will try to persevere with them the first one and, and question two really we can kind of stick together this first one comes from Aaron uh, at Aaron Pitters saying why was Mourinho brought in I thought it was to stabilise the team to secure cure top four to make a run in the FA Cup he is failing at this, he has failed terribly all over, we're getting slaughtered, we will get slaughtered in Leipzig, what is going on and the second question which kind of uh, ties into question one is from Riley at Riley 685 saying the board has ruined everything positive about this club, we're going backwards bringing in Mourinho a lesson in how not to build successfully
6: The, the thing I'd say about that is Jose Mourinho was brought in to bring that stability and try and get results, now one thing that he has always been very good at is the defensive side He's always been able to build a really strong defense. Now I look at our defense and especially the goals we conceded on the weekend they were all individual errors. I yeah. think there was um was the first or second goal yeah. it was Eric Dyer missed the miskicked and then Jafet Tanganga miscontrolled the ball and then it allowed Wolves to score. And and that's where it is. I think I mean,
5: there's individual, there is, error yesterday, wasn't individual it? errors yesterday. I mean, what's the doing
3: now? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a hard thing that, when people say Jose was brought into you know know, and one of the things he does is always strengthen the defence did he have as many players making the individual errors that we have at his other clubs did he have it at United Mm. at Chelsea I'm not too sure can it be his fault when those players cross the white line they make the individual errors they do I don't think that's down to Jose Mourinho well, we've remember, seen this continuously yeah, yeah. under Pochettino well, as well
6: yeah well that's it I mean, I remember Jason saying last year you can have kind of any tactics mm, but they yeah. go out the window if yeah. you're going to make those sort of errors And
5: yeah. I mean I, look at that opportunity yesterday for Lucas to square the ball I think it was to Deli. I that's mean he's in, he's in about he's about 15 acres of space and all he has to do is just pass to him get an assist Deli tapping, in it's game over yeah. and it's the, again it's the decision making individually the players it's the players individual mistakes in some instances that are costing us um, and it just feels like sometimes it, you know since Jose's come in, there's shackles yeah. been put on the team, and it goes back to one of the calls made earlier. I can't remember who it was. It said about uh, it might have been Jordan that the, the the style of play don't suit the players that we've got. Yeah. Uh, it might have been Schubert, I can't remember. Sorry, we've had too many calls, but the re- the reality is that's what it feels like, didn't it? Yeah. Is it like, but, well, shackles me, This
3: has got signs of how man united if you talk to man united fans this is exactly what they say in terms mm. of shackles being put on the players mm. and then suddenly once jose left that club they felt released again
5: yeah and that's why they that's why they had an upturning form under solskjaer was 17 yeah. games yeah. because they were like I'm, uh, hang on a minute we can we're free we, we can, can move. go and play
3: yeah i um, mean listen we hope i'm sure we do still hope we can somehow turn this around but he's gonna have to adapt big time and the comments, like Lee, Lee and Jay have said, I mean, that's going to have to, yeah. it's going to have to stop. Mm. But will it stop? It's Jose Mourinho. I don't know a man that would ever. Can you stop him?
4: <laughs> well, actually, not all the questions are on Jose. A lot are on the board as well. Mm. Uh, this one's uh, from Jay Knight saying, do you think the way the chairman does deals makes the players feel like they are a bargain basement bucket rather than an elite athlete brought in to win? Which of them manifest as players because they don't have belief in themselves because the organisation doesn't have belief in them? How can they expect it to achieve anything when there is no belief? Wow,
5: it is a very good point. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it is Jane what are you saying? I,
4: I think it's no, I get the point and I do
6: think it's good, but if you're really having that mindset of coming in and just because the clubs tried to get the best price for you, I don't know. I don't I don't really I don't think that's a very good attitude. I, I think that you should be getting on you should be getting on and performing. I don't think that that should be an issue. I do understand that mm. point.
5: And I think it is a price a good point. thing. Maybe it's not a price thing. Maybe I suppose where we're coming from and that is it's the love for the player. I want you to go. Look at Undumbele uh, uh, with all the stuff that we're saying about burgers and this and the other. He, he just, signed for Pochettino Exactly. Didn't he didn't sign for, for Potch. Exactly. And, and he's yeah. come in thinking, what well, I'm going to get. But and that's then the, Poch has gone. That's,
6: that's the job of the manager. I think um, we, there, was, uh, there was reports about the meeting that he had with Pochettino and that Pochettino totally convinced him. to, to come. Salt, that's I mean. yeah, him. Yes, what mean. The project. Exactly. So that, that's that's all that matters. That's all that that needs really from the club is the manager or whoever has the philosophy to come in and sell
4: it to the player. Uh This question, next question, comes from Dan Whitting saying, realistically, if we kept Potch, would we be in a better position or the same one as we sorry, are now? Sorry, so sorry, very high and hard question, but look,
3: we have to be honest and say, look, all of us. All of us sitting here right now wanted Potts to yeah. turn it around. We all did. Yep. We all did. Jamie never wavered. Lee, to be fair, never, never, wavered. never wavered. But i am going to be honest and say that after that Sheffield United game, the majority of those players stopped running. Harry Kane even stopped running. And then subsequently since, and we've all heard stories, again, I keep saying is that, you know, he wasn't coming out for training. You know, the, the whole but Amazon the thing, thing really upset him. So I think when you put again, all that into you, account... You talk
5: about the board and some of the questions coming in from the board and you, you're right, put it all into account... You know, I think you know what sent Potch over the edge. It wasn't one thing or two no, things. It no, was it's three, co- four, five, six. It's a combination. Five, you're right. And to you're take right. the Amazon right, documentary, yet, another commercial decision exactly. by the football club. Yeah. To and and actually now, if it's transpiring that Potch didn't want Amazon there, no. yet... yet we still did it we did it anyway Amazon can't Uh, believe their luck can they no this for them
3: I tell you what they've got so much material they might need to do this on two series three series we are going to win something after
5: we'll probably win an Oscar so there you go I mean but when you put disasters never happen with one particular thing it's always little things 1% here 3% there 4% there that actually ends ends up adding up and it's the same we talk about fine margins in the game but it's also fine margins in the boardroom as well you know what ifs could have would yeah, that it's gone. What we need to think about now yeah. is okay. Stake in the ground. I've said it. It's the third time I'm saying it on the show. <laughs> put a stake in the ground with the end in mind. Where are we going? Where does this crazy train pull into? Yeah. Is it a Champions League win? Is it a Premier League title chase and win? Is it enough? But again, I, I, it's not dreaming. It. It's you have to put a stake in you the have, ground. Yeah, if you yeah. go after but something,
6: that, 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 I do understand the point about the that comes from the board, but I do think it comes from the manager it comes as well. I mean, everybody needs to and
3: said with Mourinho, saw... he's a short term manager. We've all sat here and said that. We, Lee, your first words, I think, when he first came but in, you said, You know, don't know, who knows what that's what
6: Spurs need at the moment. It does feel as though Spurs need some direction again, they need a clear philosophy because the players were clearly so that they, they were done one mentally. Million cent, one and million unfortunately, percent, and, that, and that's that's the big thing about Mourinho, and maybe why I have slight doubts about him now is because he we need the players, need that. they need a, a direction, they need belief again. And unfortunately, they're not quite getting that from Mourinho. Just
4: moment. quickly, let's fit in one more question. Uh, this one coming from DKR Rain saying, I'm sick of the negativity. No Kane, uh, uh, no, uh, no Musa. We've lost our strength in midfield. We didn't have Hugo last night. Please be realistic. How yeah. are we judging Jose right now? Absolutely ridiculous.
5: Again, it's again it's a, again, it's, a good, it's another point. Yeah, I don't think he's talking about the show tonight. I think he's just uh, talking right generally. Yeah, general. No, yeah, yeah, just yeah. In general, not, it's not <laughs> yeah. that's where Ricky the, the fan base was crying. I thought would be quite I th- fair.
3: Again, I think it's quite he a good point
5: because it, you know it's it, it's what we went back to before. It's not really good and it's not really bad. It's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And you know what we've done. And again, I'm gonna I'm gonna credit him because he, he said it. Jay said when he was still on the show, we go two games on on the trot, and then we go a game lost, and then we go one game win, and then we go. Two games lost, and that's what happened before that um, Chelsea defeat. We were undefeated in seven matches, now we've lost four on a bounce. Mental best,
4: best second best Premier League form, I think. Yeah, I mean, over, we're so, so fickle as fans, aren't we? <laughs> that's what I mean. I mean it's, it's,
5: you know, your top line and the bottom line is somewhere
6: people, in, yeah, in but between. People, people forget where, where they come from. I'm sure Man City fans, right now, in the position they're in, you know, where they came from, they've been winning league titles, but they're going to be disappointed right now. And that people they don't, just the people, ne- cup. people never <laughs> understand where we've come from.
4: Yes, yeah, they have. So yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was a mad week. I understand what Jay means. They thought they was getting a European band, and they win a trophy. It's, it's crazy though. Uh, we've got half an hour to go on the Spurs fan show. We're going to take more of your calls and do your questions and look towards that game with Burnley. Love sports. <laughs>
8: enough to make your heart go.
4: Listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. As you already know, of course, you've been with us for the last hour and there is still 30 minutes to go. I'm joined with the last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, Jamie Brand and Lee McQueen. We will be doing a full Burnley preview for you in just around 15 minutes time. But let's talk now a little bit. The tale of two keepers. Please, Ricky, start us off. Talk to me. Well, Michel Vorm in the first half gave us a
3: warning of what was to come <laughs> because he nearly threw one in his own net to begin with. Then the goal came up, which again, all over the place. And I'll be honest when it went to penalties, I'm never ever confident with penalties. Maybe that's me being a Tottenham fan, just what, generally you
5: said just that earlier, wasn't it? Ten well, penalty think, shoots yeah, out, that, that, whatever. Just, so.
3: uh, yeah, we've lost ten out of twelve penalty shootouts. So just again it's just again yeah. mentally sure mentally crushing. But in that shootout,
5: you see the preparation from Tim Krull. Unbelievable. That you is see his water ball, right? You see his water had yeah, All ball. the players on there. He, yeah, he, that was he crazy. Play, he, had right left, right he had players on there. He had players on there. How
3: did he even know that they were going to take a penalty? But do you know that he always has a good game against us? Down well, the years, cruel. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah. Yeah. but I think. But well, also, I mean, that's so like, cruel. In, 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 <laughs> oh. insane preparation. Brilliant preparation from him. But Michelle Vaughan should never been anywhere near the starting lineup. I don't understand that from Jose Mourinho for a man that mm. does take the domestic cups seriously. To do that and put him in there yeah. when we've seen the pass, he's, he's messed up for us in the cups before. I know. Well, I
6: it, it was an, again, it was an individual error that has cost us yesterday, but it's one that we kind of inflicted on ourselves because yep. we should not have picked him. I think it's two hundred like oh, two hundred plus days since he last featured in a game, Michel Vaughan, and and you're playing him in one of our most important games it's of the mad. season. I mean, does Gazaniga need a rest? Gazaniga, but <laughs> that's <laughs> the one thing. Sometimes maybe he does chop and change a lot, and that doesn't help. You know, maybe. we we know we at the moment we're trying to find a. Um, that, that philosophy of a way of playing and getting around having um, no Kane and son. But we, we keep changing it so say, much and that I'll, doesn't
5: help. What I'll say about the tale of two goalkeepers, an insane preparation, right, from Tim Crawl. Mm. Absolutely tip my hat to, you know, he's gone out, he's done his own work, he's done preparation, like all good professionals should do. Fair enough. What I would say about Michelle Vaughan is that this is the second season on the trot Mm. with two different managers at the club that we've used three goalkeepers in a season. Now I I might be totally wrong, and like get on the Twitter at Lee McQueen if you want at Last Word on Spurs and tell me who, what other teams have done that? Because I I just don't think that Mm. other teams have used. I'm not talking about two goalkeepers. I'm talking about three, three goalkeepers in a season. We did it last year under Poch. We've done it now under Mourinho. It's weird.
3: I want to ask you another question. Obviously, he's going around on Twitter circulating that video where Mourinho is sitting by himself to watch the penalties.
5: I think that's has uh, uh, oh, gone.
3: Because that, that question, you know, leading from the front. You wrote that, you know, that, that no, old-fashioned sure, you know, business he, phrase. That's just
5: normal. I yeah. think he he had the monitor there as well, yeah. and you could. That's a you no know, quote this type picture. I mean, that could say uh, a picture speaks a thousand words, but that could be that because he Goyle never does watches. That. Yeah. Is, you know, it could be that he's a superstition and he never watches it or whatever. So I personally wouldn't read too much into that.
6: Yeah, you've got picture. you've got to be a body language expert to be able to read from that, or be able to make a proper judgment from that. And I think sometimes the managers don't quite like to get so involved. I think one thing as well, in terms of, was he getting involved yesterday? A lot of the time when, when players were making, um, were making mistakes and the crowd were getting on their backs, it was Mourinho that was leaping out of his seat, encouraging them and saying, that's OK. And, and so maybe as fans, we can be we've, we have been a bit hypocritical there because we're criticising him for not getting involved, whereas... Uh, you know, us as fans, we're getting on their backs. But mm. he was he was the one that was kind of encouraging throughout the 90 minutes. So I think it's difficult to make a, a proper judgment on that.
3: I just want to just squeeze in also Troy Parrott missed his penalty. Harry Kane missed his first penalty for Tottenham. This kid's still got a long way to go yet. Mm. I just hope Jose just lines up a little bit in terms of comments towards Troy because mm. if ever a young kid needs a break... <laughs> I mean, yeah, There's lot of about. players
6: in that team. That's the thing. And I know I'm kind of going back and forth on Jose Mourinho, but a lot of these players need that arm around their shoulder. Yeah. I think mm. Tongyan Dombele is yeah. especially one. Over the last couple of years, that over the last couple uh, year or so, a lot of them have struggled and they've struggled mentally, and they need
5: that manager that's going to be able to be there to support them. uh, uh, Just on that, I mean, I don't disagree with that in in terms of some of them players need that. But Jose Mourinho wants players that are already mentally tough. He wants players, and if you look back and go back to the Chelsea days or whatever as well, you look at the Chelsea days. He he was an outstanding man manager. Toby's already said that about him, uh, uh, you know, at Tottenham. Yeah. and you know we had a core of that side that would run through yeah, yeah. walls. Lamella, I think Lamella's the it, big one, and why he's such a big sure, fan because of him. it because because mentally, is, it maybe Jose sees him mentally strong enough to be able yeah. to go and win stuff. Yeah. Whereas these other yeah. players that we have to. You know, That's put an arm around or whatever, then m- maybe they're not. Look, I'm not saying all of them, but maybe they're not mentally strong enough. I do, just why you brought up Troy, I want to also bring up Jetson as well, because that was a weak yeah. penalty. Mm. He's also yeah. 18, just coming to yeah. the, the, the team. Worked and, 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 like, you know, and, 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 you know, it's unfortunate. You, you know, we just brought up Miller there, there, Lamella there. Lamella should have put his penalty away. And actually, if he puts his penalty mm. away, we probably win the penalty out because, you know what I mean? don't know, so, it's
4: Tottenham. <laughs> it's, you know, it's Rick. Stop one, that, stop that. Let's go to another call. This time, John from Raynham in Kent John what are you making of it all thanks for calling in to us hello guys you love your show save Cheers, us
9: buddy. John Cheers. save us come on
8: John <laughs> uh, one of you guys just made a remark about Mourinho I, I'd like him to what you just said I'd like him to play the way Spurs play not the way he wants to play mm. you know like we play attacking football. I, I've been a support for 60-odd years. Yeah. We play attacking football, and we won things. No, we we don't want a tremendous lot of things, but we we play good football. But this way Marino's playing, we're not playing well. And it's a bit boring.
6: Yeah. I, I think it also comes down to where I, I can understand, yes, maybe he does play a more defensive style. We just haven't seen any ambition at the moment. And that is, That's I so think... true although I've kind of defended why we haven't been showing ambition, it is getting to a point now where it
5: is... No, I'm the same as you as well. And, and, I, and I agree, John, to a certain degree. From like, for, for, for my perspective, if you're shutting up shot and playing two banks of four, but a flat back five and a four in front and you're winning 1-0 kinda could potentially stomach mm-hmm. that as some people's be screaming at radio now, but maybe you could stomach that because you're winning matches or not conceding. Yeah. But we're not doing iPhone. No, we're no. still conceding no. and we're still losing yeah. and we're playing boring football. So it's kind of like what well, you manage as well we're not just take the of shackles off and go yeah. back to the you have a shot, we have a shot because yeah. at least it's more entertaining.
8: Yeah, we really appreciate it. is you. better than you say, B.O. And Burley are in for
4: refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> that. That. Love <laughs> that, <laughs> John. Cheers for calling. What? Thank you, John. Cheers, 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 John. Always good to hear oh. the callers. We're going straight to another one. They are always coming thick and fast, but this one will be known to you because it is time for the tradition. Adrian's Corner. Adrian, Adrian oh, we, we need no, something no, tonight. Please give her, uh, any ray of hope that you can offer.
8: <laughs> well, of course. Well, good evening, guys. Hey, good evening, Adrian. Have right. the antidepressants kicked in yet? We've got them yet. I just moving. want to talk about, I know we're going through a sticky patch at the moment, but if, if all the players had been fit in the squad, do you think Bergwijn would have got as much game time? Would we have seen yeah. uh, Jafet Tanganga, if Ben Davis had been fit as much as in? Hmm. Uh, if Sissoko and that had been fit and all that time, would we have even signed Luchelso? who has been absolutely brilliant for hmm. us, hmm. right? And it looks a real star. You know, I mean so and uh, and look about young young skip yesterday, he was fantastic, he was, wasn't yep. he? So like would would it Sissoka or other midfielders kept him out of the team? So what this has done, I mean I mean, I feel for Marino in a way because he's been forced to experiment. Now it looks mm. like the players that are tired that we rely on up front, you know, the wide players, they're in the red zone. Mm. So I think we'll see changes against Burnley. I think Lamella will have to start and I actually think in and Skip will have to start as well.
5: Mm. it's interesting well, you talk about uh, Adrian you talk about sticky patch I quite like that I like calling it sticky patch because actually it means that it's not permanent it means that we can move away from this and actually when you look at try and take the positive out of it like you say they, there's game time being given to the likes of Jaffet and the likes of Oliver Skip now uh, and, and all that sort of stuff that, that maybe we, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have seen certainly this season so you know it's, li- it's little positives there for sure but you know it is, it is testing a lot of the fan base at the moment watching that negative football have to say,
4: yeah, Adrian, we really appreciate you calling into us. Always a delight to hear from you. It is a tradition Cheers, every week. I just wanted to quickly ask, w- what do you make of obviously uh, the defensive record at the minute? Because obviously, it's two <laughs> clean sheets in 13 games, and everyone's saying we know Jose's Great, a serial yeah. winner, yeah, but, but obviously, he's going to improve that defense, he's going to change it. Yes, he can only work with a the squad there, but
9: it's, be it's not been the Jose with seen. I
4: think he
3: overrated this squad. That's what I think from the outside, you know, when you look at it now, I think coming in... And this is, again, what Lee said earlier. This is credit to Maurizio Pochettino for what he got out of this squad for the time he was here because he improved these players beyond any, you know, beyond any measure you could put on it. That's what Maurizio Pochettino did. And managers from the outside thought, this is a really, really talented squad. And, you know, since he's obviously departed, obviously at the end we saw why he had to go. You can now see this Spurs squad to some degree, you know... It's underperforming. I know, yes, I, I don't but... think
6: it's necessarily. Um, they're under. Uh, well, they're, they're, I think it's not just the case they're underperforming as well. Or, they're lacking in confidence, um, aren't oh, no, no, they? Sorry, the key sorry, here. not a, uh, ability. I don't think it's lacking in ability. This squad. I think it's just lacking in confidence. Such and a it, huge and thing. It, and in and does And it does come back down to we need a manager that's going to be positive, and that's the big. And as me and Lee have said. That's our biggest annoyance at the moment, and that's the thing that does the number one thing that needs to change. We I need mean, a manager that is going to be positive. It's
5: not happy clapper or right? or unrealistic, but we all know at the problems are. Having why can't Mourinho come out and say, "Look, yeah, we've lost Kane, but don't worry, we've got, we're working on stuff." Dane, not his no, mantra you know, I agree but again, with you again. But totally why can't you. he come out and say no. that sort of stuff? Maybe he's saying that in the dressing room. Maybe just, talked about yeah, yeah, it earlier. He will never do no, that. Stellios, you ever know Mourinho in his
3: time here he or abroad to ever sit there. Yeah. And say, look, we'll get through it. We'll get. It's just, it's just not him. No, and, that's you know, true. I, you can't change him. Th- and I think you know, as, as fans, we want to hear that. You know, because Maurizio would always say, no, no, but we've got options. We can adapt. Yeah. I think with Mourinho, there is no adaptation. You know, you have to either adapt to him, or but it's just not going to work. And but it's not is not that working.
5: why Rick? He's won so much. That's the thing. I we don't. I don't know yeah, the answer yeah, to that question. Know, but is know, that the yeah. reason? Because he is so mentally strong mm. to say no. This is where we're going, and actually, Stelios talked about earlier. He's calling the board out, whatever, mm. and, and previous managers wouldn't have done that. So that's because he's a winner. But the worry right, thing is why? Is I his know.
4: tactics outdated now? To what they were before? Well, that's the big question about mm. Jose. But everyone was saying, you know, his tactics are outdated. But he had this time away. Surely, it only re, re, re uh, like invigorated him. Really, I think it all matters from year two. We're going to jump to another call straight away. This time from Adam uh, calling from Virginia in the United States. Remember, you can always call as well. Oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight Adam, what are you making of it all?
1: Hey, how are you guys doing today? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Right you, here, thank you. Good, good. I wanted to say hi to Lee. It's been a while, Lee. How you doing?
5: Yeah, good, man. Good. I have just come back from uh, Austin, actually. I flew back in from Austin, Texas yesterday. So I know it's not. Oh, nice. I-, I know it's nowhere near Virginia, but I just woke <laughs> up. I was I was across the pond yesterday. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, is, cool.
4: This is turning into have, the have Lee fan quick. show. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Oh, yeah. We we'll might yeah. get more results I'm that I'm way, up. though.
5: <laughs>
1: No, I'm, I'm sorry. I just wanted to ask a couple of quick questions. Yeah, um, question number one: Do you think Serge Aurier is good enough to be a right winger? Well, I think. Oh. Well, I'll, I'll quickly answer that. Um,
5: well, I prefer him more as a right winger <laughs> than a right back. Put it that way, because at least he won't have any defensive howlers. But uh, I, I'm not sure. I think. I think personally, Serge. Um, Serge's time at Tottenham is yeah. is over. To be honest.
6: Yeah, I, I, I think as a player maybe, he's probably not quite that level that Spurs are kind of aiming for um, in terms of even a right back Yeah, I, I just,
5: it's or, concentration right levels back. for him isn't it it's, it's concentration levels for Serge you, I mean I actually remember turning to my mate yesterday to Colsey yesterday and going there you go look you could, where we sit we've got a good vantage point mm. and you could just see that it do sank brilliant he'd yeah. be like oh go on Serge and then he'd just go is for that five lack, minutes it's that lack of effort as it's well just, yeah. it's just mental. Yeah, big
4: shout out to Colsey
5: Adam what's question two
1: Well, just yeah. The only reason I asked that is because we already have the guy, and it would solve the defensive gaps. I mean, if he lunges in on someone at the halfway line, it's not a penalty, right? Um, (laughs) Question, question number two. I want you guys to project your minds forward, not to the end of this season, but the end of next season. Who has more starts for Who has more starts for Tottenham Hotspur the end of next season? Troy Parrott or Keon Tete? Why, mate?
4: That's a good question. You thrown that one out, Adam. Depends who the manager is.
6: <laughs> Do you see him getting game time, Kionatete, at all?
1: Well, he's more of a target man, isn't he? And that's what Jose Mourinho traditionally
6: likes. He is. I mean, I don't. I don't yeah, I think he's done fairly well for the for the youth team at the moment. But I think Troy Parrot kind of does seem more at that stage where. You know he's getting in the first team. He's getting those opportunities. He's getting on the bench. He's getting on the bench. I think with Keonateto, it does seem that he is kind of sticking in the in in the use at the moment.
4: Mm. Mm, it's really interesting that is a good debate we need to look into that one a little bit more Adam who will knows where we are next week let alone at the end of next season Adam really appreciate you calling into us we always do Adam from Virginia there in the United States we are talking though about Burnley on the weekend next it is our preview and we are going to be looking at that one because it is massive it is the away game but it's coming this weekend Love sports. You are listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. Joined in the studio with a last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen and Jamie Brand. Well, it is time for us to look towards the game on the weekend. We don't want to, but there <laughs> is another joy. game. But that that can be a good thing sometimes. Straight back into action. Burnley on the oh. weekend. Not the best place to go, <laughs> Turf more, of course. But we remember the result, actually. Maybe it may was Jose's best performance. The home result against right. Burnley. Yeah. That wonderful Goal, yeah, stay with me, Ricky. Just give me a little bit of positivity. Maybe that can spark the team. Jamie, what are we making of it?
6: No, I don't know. It's, it's difficult, and especially after Jose Mourinho's comments about you, we don't know which game you, we we can't prioritise both the uh, RB Leipzig game and the Burnley game. That's that just really. Uh, that I don't means know. That, started. That, well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to Gosh. see that again, but. Look, it is difficult because I think that this is probably the game that I don't see as prioritising. I think that if the, it was down to the board, I think they will choose probably to go in that Champions League game. So you don't know what side we're going to go with. And, and we look at Burnley's recent form. I mean, it did surprise me to see that they've, they've picked up 14 points from a possible 18 in their last six games or so. And they've beaten some big sides. They've beaten Leicester, they've beaten Manchester United recently. So unfortunately, they're in they're in really good form, which is really quite typical. And um, as Lee pointed out to to me earlier, they can go ahead of us on the they weekend. Go above us,
5: don't they, if they win? Exactly. And, yeah. and, and
6: that and that for me, I don't know. That's that that is embarrassing. And unfortunately, I'm not really looking forward to the weekend's game.
4: Yeah, not looking forward to the weekend's game. But what 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 formation, what tactics, what selection can we expect on the weekend, Ricky? I honestly don't know. Honestly, don't
3: know. I mean, again, we're going to be pretty much. Sticking with some of the same players we've got, unless, as Mourinho says, you know, he's going to prioritise the RB Leipzig game. How many more minutes can you get out of Chelsea? How many more minutes can you get out of Stephen Yeah. How
9: many
3: more minutes can you get out of Deli Alley? Uh, yeah. Lucas Mora?
5: <laughs> I don't know. One year ago and two weeks mm. to the day uh, when, it, when it comes around for Burnley, uh, a Murcio Potaccino side went to Burnley away. Uh, with Mike Dean as a referee. Uh, Harry Kane, come back from injury, scored on his return. We went 1-0 up and uh, seemingly cruising to be on joint second in the Premier League. This is one year and two weeks ago. I'm going to be Mr Positive now and I'm going to say in one year and two weeks, full circle, we're going to go to Burnley we're going to reverse the result. That day we lost 2-1, it all kicked off and that was the start of the of the end. It was a start of the beginning of the decline. Yes, we got through the Champions League, whatever, but that was... Poch went mad. It was Mm. all... And then we lost 13 games that season, ended up using 13 games and dropped off completely. This is a full circle moment. This is the moment we're going to turn it back around. We're going to take some points at Burnley. We're going to start a little mini run together. We're going to go to Leipzig and then the week that we've just had will now turn itself on its head, and by the time next weekend comes, we'll be in a much better position. Please,
4: God, It's the hope that Whoa. keeps you from it it Talk to me. But,
5: look, it is that, <laughs> because <laughs> at the end of the day, what well, we're going to go up there and just be negative and already beaten before we go there. Now, we, we need, as a team, as players, people put their arm around and whatever, we need to get a bit of a backbone. Okay. We need to get some bone. The away fans are outrageous. They are so good. Mm. They sing and sing, and we need to go up there and be confident enough all... to... to, mm. to Get a result. Mm. To go and have a go and get a result at Burnley. And I think, I believe, with a bit of fight and a bit of determination, red zone, yellow zone, pink zone, whatever zone we're in go and win <laughs> it's a must win game I, we've I, got to do I, it I
6: really want to be positive like Lee but I, I just I just, unfortunately I just can't see where that fight's going to come from I don't even know if we've got it in us the fight left enough that energy sets, to like, show you've that you've always fight.
3: said Jay that comes from the manager Wait, exactly and, and we th- need and that, and Mourinho to it, you know, hopefully th- on Friday's press conference which hopefully you will be listening to the show before that press conference hopefully he's going to be in a more joyous mood and he's going to try and what, what, give suge- us some there confidence is nothing. There's, nothing nothing like that. there's nothing to lose now
5: there's nothing to lose now we're almost there like going no- in as underdogs in the match
3: like you may as well go up there we've got have the same odds
5: the same odds to win
3: well, what worried me was even a Wolves game we're, Wolves are favourite against Tottenham Yeah, well, we the Burnley, home side. Burnley, Burnley, Burnley have got the we same, don't need same odds, the odds. You're when, right when that, was, we don't need the odds
6: when I was looking at the odds it was the same odds for both sides to win so I think that says a lot, but Mourinho's... You would love him to
3: use this as a siege mentality to say, look at, look at the outside, look at the media portraying he us. He loves
5: this. He loves siege mentality stuff. But That's he needs to use it builds. to advantage. No, no, I agree. Yeah. Like, maybe he's trying that as well, but, you know, I, I just think that, you know, maybe I'm being too optimistic, but, you know, it's the hope that keeps you, it's the hope that kills you, isn't it, Charlie? But at the end, at the end of the day... That's why we go. We go to football to have fun and enjoy what we're doing. And, and actually, again, come back to Jace, Made a point before as he wants to, and, and a lot of the callers. John made it, uh, a point earlier. You know, sometimes it is about how you set up. It is about how you play. Mm. And if you go out and you lose three two or four three or you know a, a close two one, at least you've had a go. You know, I, I don't think that we against Wolves. It was a it was a classic game of two halves. We won the first half, they won the second half. That's how it was. And you know when you look at that, two teams very very close together. You now Burnley are a different kettle of fish. They've done brilliant. It's under the lights at um, at their stadium on Saturday. But why not go and have a go and see what happens? If we lose, we lose. What, what we've got we've got nothing to lose because half the fan base thinks we're going to anyway. True. The,
6: I, the thing for me is is the these comments, and I will come back to them. The which game are we gonna prioritise? Mm. I mean I don't know which which game you think I don't know what you guys
3: think. We, well, Mourinho we... loves the Championship, doesn't he? Well, that's the problem. But we're think... only,
5: We are still only five points off the top four. So, sometimes it's about personal pride, right? And whatever you exactly. do, sometimes it's about putting a shirt on and personal pride. Yeah. Like you're getting paid to do a job, go and do it. You the know, best whether or not, the world, whether, some would say. Whether not yeah. it's a player's thing, whether or not it's a confidence thing, whether you've eaten too many burgers at the weekend, too many. <laughs> the, the reality of the situation <laughs> is go out there, put a shirt on, and give it some personal pride. And it only takes one moment. We've just seen it. We've seen it all, all the time. It takes one or two moments to turn the season. Go out there, Joseph. I hope you're listening to our, our, our fan channel podcast. Go out there and give them the confidence. Do what you did in the in the, in the beer advert. Or lots of beers available. Do what you did in the beer advert and get these players fired up to go and win at Burnley. We can take them down. We can take them down. We've had a tweet
4: from our very own Jason oh. McGovern. He is saying the problem with all these priority comments, uh, Jamie, that you just referred to, is that what does he say to the players in the non-priority game? How does he keep them on boarding up yeah. for it when yeah, this yeah. is a game that we're not prioritising? That is again another one. It's
3: worry. a great point. Yeah, and that's why we miss him. And we're, <laughs> for those that have asked me, I've tried to get Jason back. We he's, do miss Jason. He's not having it. God bless him. I think he's just. He got out when the time was, God, was he, right, he, wasn't he?
5: Danny
4: Rose moved to Newcastle. He just
5: said, don't th- want to be th- part of it. The thing is no, about right. the priority thing is that, you know, if you're, if you're going into a Carabao Cup third round tie and you're playing your second string team, yeah. it's a bit obvious, isn't it, like what you're prioritising? Like, come on. You don't need to actually spell out is it prioritised yeah. or not. That's the reality. Yep. The fact that he's coming out and saying stuff like that, maybe what Stelio said is it is, is, is a message to the board. But I think he needs to cut that sort of stuff out also, and just get on I the I also pitch. think
3: when you're challenging the board, I fear it only ends one way. Well, well yeah. Well, yeah.
5: that's the thing. And he did. He directed it at the board as well. He's on fifteen million a year now, so he get paid yeah, off, would not it? Not
4: at the start. It only ends one way. Like Lee said, because he's got that that big hefty contract. And if the fans are side with Jose, yeah,
3: and they see that Pochettino had a big hefty contract as well, and the club paid him off.
4: I don't think the the to be fair,
6: the club's not got star. nothing to lose because their reputation amongst the fans is awful yeah at yeah, the moment it's true. so they really right, man, they, no. they, exactly, they, <laughs> nothing <laughs> to lose exactly for them it's
5: yeah, A shot to, to nothing as they say in snooker A shot to nothing
4: Ricky how will it play out in your score prediction I'm
3: going to have to be honest
4: from Ricky left then no I'm going to I'm
3: gonna have to be honest I'm going to say don't do 2-1 it 2-1 Burnley that's shame. me being honest. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't want to lie on here. It's not fair. It's not fair, and supporters as well to lie. I, I was. It I am really
4: serious. Then I don't want to lie on here.
3: No, no. no
6: it's it's
9: it's it's
3: not, I'm going to be honest. I think it'll be two one Burnley.
6: Yeah. I was definitely not about to say two one Burnley, um, but I will go with
4: two one Tottenham. Two one Tottenham. Two to one Burnley. Lee, you said it will be the catalyst for changes coming full circle. So what is the prediction?
5: Yeah, so I'm going to agree with Jamie. It's going to be the same result, but the reverse. It's going to be 2-1 Spurs. Um, and, I, and I think we're, I think it'll be a tight game for sure. But I think we'll we get the points. And we need the points. Go out and win. There's a bit of confidence.
3: Can i just say, I hope these boys are right. And again, I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody listening to our shows yeah, on a weekly definitely. basis. This has been a really tough, tough season. Generally, obviously, these guys have been brilliant, obviously. But for us, I think doing the shows week on week, it does get harder in this period. We had great years under Maurizio. We want that to be under, obviously, Jose Mourinho and him to bring success to the club. But I just want to say a massive thank you for sticking by us hopefully like these guys are pretty. we're going to have a win at the weekend Come and the good times players. as Lee Come says on. hopefully be back Dude, upon it's us always, it's always
4: nice to end on, on a highlight like that because it is the last word and we have to end on a last speech a passionate one from Ricky Sachs there but either way it's a massive week for Spurs what with Burnley then RB Leipzig we'll be back next week the crazy train has still got time on the tracks yet Ooh-hoo. we will see you <laughs> next week on the Spurs fan show you've been listening to Ricky Sachs Jamie Brand Lee McQueen up next is the Watford fan show we've got your team covered with Churchill businesses insurance.
3: downloading this podcast from love sport radio for more go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts news and views or for more follow us at Lovesport radio on twitter
9: sports social podcast network